Okay. Well, hi. This is our last time together. Let's uh, open it with prayer. Father in heaven, I would simply ask that you would guide our thoughts today. Uh, may your spirit work in us to willingly and joyfully uh, engage with one another in seeking to understand and encourage one another in your word. In Christ's name and for his glory. Amen. Okay. All right. Everything's, well, what started this, again, just a quick reminder, you know, what does it mean to be in the Word? And what I try to do is lay down a foundation for, first of all, the Scripture is the Word of God. It's His testimony to us. Uh, and what the Lord desires of us is that we look into His Word to learn about who He is and what He expects from us. I also tried to uh, make a case for uh, how we approach Scripture, that in seeking to understand what it means to be in the Word, there's a right spirit with which I come to the Word, or that which we come to the Word. And uh, I think I gave away my bias last week. Uh, we have received the spirit of adoption, and I like the phrase that the guy used in his book, Sons in the Sun, where his prayer was that as he explored adoption in Paul's writings, that he would do so with the filial fidelity. Sean, what does fidelity mean? What? Faithful. Faithful. It's <laughs> there we go, faithful. So approaching his study as a faithful son. And uh, that really grabbed me personally, learning to look into word, into the word of God, approaching it, and every time I pick it up as a faithful son. Uh, we also spent some time looking at the difference between, or not the difference, but there are, okay, different ways of reading scripture. Uh, uh, um, what's your name? Dave shared uh, Hendrickson's book, um, What's the title of it? <laughs> Living by the Book, The Art and Science of Bible Reading. And then I had shared briefly from um, Eugene Peterson's book titled Eat This Book, where he talks about the significance of spiritual reading, that spiritual writing calls for spiritual reading. And uh, I had asked, I don't know if, if the pastoral staff took the assignment seriously or, or not, uh, if you guys have any thoughts that you could share real quickly with us on this, is there a difference? Is one does one carry more weight than the other, reading or listening? Any any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else? Oh, 
So faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Uh, and so you'll, you'll see that reflected in, in uh, question uh, 88, 89 in the Shorter Catechism, that uh, God makes the reader, especially the preaching of the word, an effective means. And that there's a significance to, to hearing the word of God proclaimed and God's promise to be present. Yes. Brian, any thing you want to add? To- Yeah, we yesterday at session we talked a little bit about exploring the significance of the uh, the visible church, and that a lot of us may come from a background where uh, being involved in the local church is yeah okay that's important, but it's not that important. Then you come into a reformed church and you find out that the visible church is very important. And I had said, I've got some books, and I share them with, uh, I was going to show in fact, I brought them, Brian, uh, with Brian, um, just to start maybe guiding us in some discussions about it. But I just happened to pick up uh, Hart's book on recovering Mother Kirk, and he pointed out in there that worship calls us together into the Lord's presence to hear the word preached. And if we set that aside and focus more on what I do at home with my time in the word, I'm missing something very critical about the significance of life in the church together. So, reading and hearing, they are aspects of being in the word. Yes. Yes, yeah, always. always, yes, yeah. And I think we talked about that at one time. We Most of us have used that with our kids when they have disobeyed. It's, didn't you hear me? <laughs> yeah. All right, I, I had asked last week uh, for everybody to spend some time thinking about some synonyms for what it means to be in the Word. Do, do they have people, do you guys have your... Little okay. One of the things that was brought to my attention is that uh, that I talked too much, and that there wasn't quite enough time to discuss. And I knew that was going to happen. But I hope, and this is our last session together. But I hope that what comes out of this is maybe a, a, a glimmer, a recognition of the significance of our spending time with each other discussing these things. This is. It's vital. It's biblical. Um, we won't. We probably won't get to Deuteronomy six, but just a reminder in those first few verses where Moses says you need to be talking about it when you're on the way. You know, this is, life together 
there, there are so many directives in, in Scripture of calls for obedience that have more to do with our life together than how I live in isolation. You know, this, this is, we are so broken individually that it takes the Holy Spirit's guidance to bring us back into family, and we need to be practicing and working on this. So, a bit of an aside. Let's take a few minutes to uh, gather together in our groups. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter how you break up. It doesn't have to be the way you, it's been in the past. But who, who's got a, who's got the, uh, okay, it's right there. You guys have one, uh, there, there's two, and you guys have, okay, okay, okay. I'm, I was looking for the pads, and I see where they are now. Yes. What are some synonyms for being in the Word? What does it mean to be in the Word? And I'd use, I'd use my favorite to start out with <laughs> from Psalm 119. I will, run, I will run in the way of your commandments when you enlarge my heart. So for me, running in the way of God's commandments is another way of saying that I need to be in the Word. So go for it. Some synonyms. Okay, if you can kind of wrap up whatever thoughts you're on. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to stop talking. I'm just saying, you know, wrap up whatever you're on. Okay? He's still wrapping up back there. What I'd, what I'd like to see us do, uh, which I wanted to see us do before, but what I will work at getting us to do this time is instead of just going hop, 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 to take time and interact. Uh, Sean, why don't we start with you guys back there? This time, did we start with you last time? We did, John. Yeah, and listen, listen carefully, and don't hesitate to jump in and say, "Well, what does that mean?" Kind of thing. Or I saw that I turn my back to my teammates here because they've heard all these already. So it's uh, for being in the Word of God. The synonyms we found things like run in the way of God's commandments, study to show yourself approved, lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Seek the Lord with all your heart, uh, James one twenty two. but be doers of the word. A man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from God. John 8, abiding in the word of God, um, living in his 
teach a just man, and he will be he will increase in learning. Uh, Psalm 48, I delight to do your will. Your law is within my heart. Uh, Psalm 142, dear panting, so my soul pants for thee. Psalm 25, ways, paths, and truths were three that were brought out there. Proverbs 6. What does that mean? Wait, wait. Uh, Psalm 25, 4 through 5. Yes, and those three words were? Ways, paths, truths. And how are, how are those synonyms? Well, it's your job. No, no. <laughs> we just we glean those out of there instead of, instead of me writing the entire song. Okay. And then finally, uh, Proverbs 6.23, For the commandment, for thy commandment is a lamp, and, the law, and thy law is a light. Reproofs of instruction are the way of life. That okay. <clears throat> Any thoughts or interaction with... What these guys had to say? They're okay? It's kind of hard to argue with them when they use the Bible. One of the things that struck me, and maybe you guys will come up with this, uh, with all your heart, that was a key phrase in one of the passages, with all your heart. It was early on. Which one Seek the heart. Okay, where's that? Okay. It sounds like you're not on your own understanding. Yeah. Okay. With all your heart. Well, okay, let's do it this way. Anybody else come up with something similar to with all your heart? Any other thoughts along that line? Okay. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your in your truths and teach me. That should be on a plaque in my house, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Show me your ways. Walk in the word. Uh, uh, Charlie, you want to go next? Sure. Uh, we came up with much of the same thing. Okay. Okay, just a second. How is bearing fruit a synonym for being in the Word? Because it should be uh, a manifestation of our dwelling, abiding in the Word. A manifestation of it. Yes. Um, 
Okay. Resting and knowing and contemplating. Okay. Can you hear him? I have hidden your word in my heart. One eleven. Oh, 11. Oh, sure. Psalm 40, verse 8. I delight to do your will. Your law is within my heart. Which one was that? Psalm 40. Psalm 40. Verse 8. I delight to do your... Your will. Your law is within my heart. Yeah. I hope you guys are getting a picture here. That being in the word... Is so much more expansive than just reading my Bible every day. Sorry. <laughs> um, reading our Bibles is part of being in the Word. There is a whole lifestyle that's called to here. Sean, did you? Sean, did you share? <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. We spent quite a bit of our time discussing the hearing aspect. Um, and then briefly just touched into the synonym of being in the word. Um, echoing what the two groups before us already said. Is that a product or is that a synonym for being in the Word? guys <laughs> yeah if you got something uh, you don't need to repeat but
Where's that one from? Keep hold of. Keep hold of your words. Keep hold of instruction. Okay. Okay. I, you know, I'm not doing. I don't, maybe I'm doing that. I don't. Am I? <laughs> These are not the droids I'm looking for. <laughs> okay. I wrote down a few myself. Walk in the law of the Lord from Psalm 119. Uh, Walk in his ways, Psalm 119, Galatians 5. Walk in the Spirit. 525, live by the Spirit. Same verse, keep in step with the Spirit. Colossians 2, walk in him. As you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, so walk ye in him. Colossians 3, 1, set your mind on things that are above so I, you know, just all of us together, uh, I hope that you guys can see why this became such a daunting task to me after a very short, st- a very short time of starting to look at this question of what it means to be in the Word. Because to be in the Word, I think what we are seeing is it's a lifestyle that we are called to. I, anybody... Anybody want to share any thoughts on what it means, the significance of being in the Word for you? Anyone? Yeah. Yes, and and you know what? I wanted to come back to the to the with all your heart. Someone once pointed out that uh, for God to reward mediocrity in approaching Him would be to to put the highest honor possible on indifference. When you think about that, why would God honor my ho-hum approach to him? And that diligent walk with your whole heart appears over and over and over again uh, in Scripture. And um, uh, Spurgeon pointed out that... uh, well, it can be overwhelming and, and uh, depressing to think, I need to do this with my whole heart and never, ever mess up. It's just, 
it's overwhelming. I'm, I'm not made that way. I can't do it exclusively. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to sin. And uh, so these, you know, the psalmist who talks about blessed are those who seek him diligently. Okay, well, that's not going to be me. But Spurgeon pointed out that we talk about a stream flowing to the ocean or to, flowing into a bigger river. And while there are little eddies, side eddies that swirl around, that the, the, the focus of the stream is towards the river. So it's okay to talk about the stream flowing to the river or the river flowing into the sea. Even though there are these pockets, eventually the water flows to the sea. The point being that, we, that there is a lifestyle that we can pursue that is gratifying and pleasing to God that is a diligent pursuit of walking with him where the predominance of our lifestyle is seeking to please him. Not half of this and half of that, but predominantly pursuing that life that is pleasing to God. And that's, it's worth meditating on and seeking to understand because otherwise I think that talking about diligently pursuing the Lord can be depressing. That's, you know, I'll never be there. Um, um, Spurgeon talks about it. How Jones, the guy that wrote uh, uh, Psalm 119 for Life. What's his first name? Who? No. Howell? Yeah. Okay. A professor at uh, Westminster wrote a wonderful little devotional on Psalm 119. And he makes reference to this too, that this pursuit that we are called to is not a perfection which we will never attain in this life, but a, a predominant lifestyle that is guided, guided by seeking to walk in the Spirit. So the diligent aspect of it is not to be depressing or, wow, I'll never, I'll, I'll never get there. No, we won't. We won't get the perfection, but it can be a lifestyle that we pursue. And I think that's very important in our whole approach to seeking to walk in the Spirit. So, uh, walking in the Spirit, um, just real quick, like uh, Deuteronomy 6. We didn't spend a lot of time talking about this one, but uh, this is significant. Um, Deuteronomy 6, just starting there in verse 5. Well, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And then he says, these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down when you, when you rise. Clearly a call to a life-consuming um, pursuit of godliness. Uh, this passage is well worth meditating on. And I not just meditating on, but seeking to pursue. Uh, because to me, this is also critical in what it means to be in the word. That, as I mentioned earlier, that, that there is so much in scripture that talks about our life together. 
And clearly this passage is talking about the significance of talking about, in the, talking about it in our homes, talking about it when you're walking on the way, when you're with each other. Um, I've thought about maybe when we go camping, one of the things we can do is uh, encourage one another to go for walks and talk about the things of the Lord. And then gather around the campfire and share some of the things we talk about. Uh, might be a fun thing to do. Yeah? Anyway, in my opinion. So, <laughs> all right. Just an introduction on what it means to be in the Word. And I, and I hope you guys can take this and run with it. Uh, seek to encourage one another on being in the Word in its full scope. Uh, uh, I have been blessed immensely um, by time that I have spent seeking to understand what it means to be in the Word, and uh, it's a it's a worthy, meditative uh, study to engage in. What does it mean for me to be in the Word? What does it mean for us to be in the Word? So, any final thoughts about being in the Word from anyone? Charlie? Yeah. Now, the joy of doing that here in this gathering is one thing, but <clears throat> to think and ponder what it would be like to be out walking in the woods. We need, we need to be doing it, folks. You get to close in prayer today. <laughs> there we go.
really appreciated Tim's work um, for putting this class together. Um, and uh, I, I think we've all benefited from, you know, giving some time and effort to thinking about being in the Word. And, and like he said, we've really just scratched the surface and this kind of, I'm hoping, primed the pump for all of us to, uh, to do that. So uh, let's close in prayer and thank our God for this time. Lord, we are so thankful of the time that we've been able to spend together uh, encouraging one another and, and thinking about how to be in the Word. And we recognize that you are the Word and you live in us. And uh, we just pray that we will, by your Spirit, take advantage of that indwelling and uh, that you'll help us to grow in grace help us always to have that Word dwelling in us. We pray that you'll <clears throat> excuse me, bless us now as we... Um, uh, break and then uh, gather together again for worship. And uh, we pray that we'll fellowship well together and worship you well together. In Jesus' name, amen.